TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you and boy, oh boy, he is like a little kid in a lolly shop. It's two weeks to Christmas and Dr. Damien Christoph is the opposite of the Grinch. He is the number one ticket holder to December 25. Damien Christoph, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, PC. Merry Christmas to you coming up in two weeks' time. I am so – this is the best time of the year, and I say this every year. It's my favourite time of the year. I love it. I've got the carols going. I've got the lights up. We've got the ho-ho-ho on the windows out the front. It's uh, it's great. What a great now, time of the year. Now, for our regular 100 Not Outers, they will know that your favourite crooner at this time of the year is Bing Crosby. The the song I always struggle to remember, like like Waikikamukau, Hakana Makina Matuda or something. Uh, that's the song that reminds me of you at Christmas time. Uh, is that uh, still the case? Yeah, he's to say Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, it's the uh, it's been playing. Uh, it's been playing at least three times a day. I've got to tell you, Trudy <laughs> is not happy. Trudy's not happy at the practice, and Amber is ready to pick the uh, the Sonos down. And not only so. not only is it being played three times a day, but it gets hummed in and out of every door you walk through. You walk through the front door, you're humming it. You walk out of the yeah. toilet, you're humming it. You walk into the toilet, you're yeah. humming it. You stroll into yeah. the kitchen, you're humming that song. It just yeah. does not escape. You're like a one-trick pony. Um, you know, well, actually, you know what's funny is a few years ago, um, I got ex- excited because Olivia Newton-John, God bless her. ONJ. And, yeah, and Johnny Farnham bought out a, a Christmas album. And what? And they played that song? No, well, I oh. bought the Christmas album. I, I downloaded it, and for some reason, it, it, like it's the only album that I've got on my phone. It's the <laughs> I don't have any other album on my phone. So, so it's easy for me to go into that. Now, I do have a one hundred and one Christmas songs album. I've got that one as well, and and so I've I've uh, intended. I've actually played that sometimes, but that was on my old Apple Music account. So I've got that somewhere, but I, and, but definitely my Olivia Newton-John, Johnny Farnham Christmas album, it's pretty cheesy. Like it's it's holier cheese than cheese with holes in it. But it's it's really it's really great. It's unreal. So I, I'd recommend it to anybody, to be honest with you. But if you really want a great Christmas tune, go or a great Christmas album, get White Christmas by Bing Crosby. And skip to the track Malika Likimaka. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> For the record, so my dark. favorite Christmas crooners Harry Connick Jr., yeah. Michael Bublé, oh, yeah. Ella Fitzgerald, oh, yeah. and Frank Sinatra. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, unreal. Great. Harry Connick Jr., that's interesting. But I, I get it. You, yeah, I get it. There's a couple of songs yeah. by Harry that almost yeah. bring tears to my eyes. Really? Uh, well, isn't that amazing? Because Christmas does do that, doesn't it? Like it brings out a lot of sentimentality. I still remember my Nana and Papa um, coming out with their pajamas on in the morning, 
you know, when I was really little and um, my papa would always have crazy hair and <laughs> I don't know why his hair was always so crazy, um, but it was one of the greatest things. And so whenever I play Christmas music, it brings back so the best the best memories of my childhood at Christmas time with my nana and papa coming out. I'm just, just, you know, it's, I think it's amazing. That this it's is beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. So mine is When My Heart Finds Christmas by Harry Connick Jr. and his version of Ave Maria gets me every oh, time. Cheapest. Um, Ave Maria. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes, yes, that yes. Now we're getting a bit, eyes. yeah, we're oh. getting a bit teary and welly already, um, yeah. which you and I, well, you and I are suckers for this time of the year. But the truth is there are many people yeah. that are really yeah. struggling. Um, 13 days as this episode comes out, out from Christmas, there are a lot of people that are dreading this time it's a terrible word but it is a very uh, real account of how some people feel right now so it's almost um bestowed upon us at this time of the year to actually address this this um stress and how to navigate it um during this time of the year even if you're not into christmas a lot of people struggle with uh just the impending time off uh, a lot of social activities whether it's with family or friends that we might not um connect with or whether it's just um any number of challenges whether it's nutritional stress um alcohol uh, fueled stress um time off work but can't afford to take the time off work stress um paying holiday prices stress um you're you're on the coalface of this um at vita you're with a lot more human beings every day than i am in 2022 i was one what are you sensing um at this time of the year that um the man and woman and child on the street is experiencing from a stress perspective because mm. we've spoken about the the good stuff you know i think you know, and it's crazy to still be talking about COVID. But here in Australia, we are still talking about COVID, particularly here in Melbourne. Um, and there is still that, you know, little hum, that little um, celebration that we actually get to spend Christmas together. I know last year we did, but it still feels very, very raw. So there's a lot of COVID still going around and people are still talking about COVID here in Melbourne, which blows my mind, but it's mm -hmm. still being spoken about as if it's something. And... And in other countries around the world, if you're listening to this, in Europe particularly, I know that's a term of a bygone era. Are you talking so, more that people are scared of getting it and then it affecting their Christmas and, you know, people, yeah. you know, um, again, I feel like yeah. the term isolation is a term from a bygone era, but, but I know we don't have to do that anymore, but people have got that self-consciousness of I don't want to infect others and, and impact other people's Christmas. Is it more that side of it that you're sensing um, on the ground or, or what particularly? Yeah, yeah de we're definitely still seeing that in Melbourne because people are still testing for it, which is gotcha. really strange because, you know, if you've just got like a cough or a cold, then, you know, you don't really, know. if we go back a few You just years, sit in bed you know, until you get better. Go back to, yeah, exactly. Let's say we went back all the way back to early 2019. <laughs> and if you got a cough or a cold. Um, you pull you out your time capsule. <laughs> Wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be, you know, a big deal. But now, um, if you've got, a, you know, a sniffle or a cough or a cold, you stuck, you stick something up your nose and you test it, and if it happens to be COVID, you go and tell everyone that it's COVID, um, <laughs> and then that, that raises alarm bells, you know. So people are, you know, uh, fearful of it, even though it's nothing to be feared. You know, it, like any cold or any flu or virus, it can make people very sick, but. For the most part, we've learned the statistics tell us worldwide. It, it's not anything to be, you know, worried or concerned about. Now, I received a text message just the other day saying that one of my family members had COVID and that we should potentially 
um, move our Christmas gathering just, you know, in case people were concerned or scared about it. Um, and part of me goes, yes, that's very, very good. That's very, you know, good on you, good good citizen. And then the other part of me goes, oh, come on, guys, like we've just got to move on through this. And if you're concerned about it, maybe wear a mask, you know. So um, there's an unwanted, undue type of stress that's a hangover mm. from years before. Um, but that could be a little bit of PTSD, you know, it's stuff that people got, you know, hanging over them, hanging over their heads. But I think the other stress is, you know, bumping into people that they don't want to bump into. And we covered this a couple of years ago uh, when we spoke about this is like hanging out with people on Christmas Day that you don't want to hang out with. And the other thing is spending money on people you don't want to spend money on. So that's another one. So, um, that is a I've that is a cracking money. elephant in the room topic. Let's go there. Um, spending yeah. money on people you don't want to spend money on. This I don't think we've ever spoken about this in five hundred plus episodes. Take us there, great man. This is a good one. Well, what have you got for us? You, well, you know, like some years you have this thing called bad Santa. <laughs> the idea is like you buy a bad gift and, you know, then you kind of swap it around. In a, in a, in a, but I don't see the sense in buying bad gifts, right? So for me, yeah. it's like if you're going to It'd buy be a hard game to play. I've never heard of bad Santa. Oh, you haven't heard of bad Santa? Oh, well, you buy like a really crappy gift and you sit around in a circle and you kind of take a number and your number is the order at which you select the gifts that are wrapped up and you have no idea what you're getting, but you know it's going to be a bad gift. And then the idea would be that you would kind of swap up to a better quality gift if you get the opportunity. So anyway, it's quite it is a fun game, but I really struggle with the idea of purposely buying Oh yeah, I'm struggling with it already and I've never been involved yeah. in it. And I'm <laughs> Yeah. This is like yeah. pushing my buttons. This is triggering me. Yeah, you're getting stressed. I can feel it. So <laughs> so there's that. So I struggle in that space. I don't like spending money on dumb stuff. Like that's just yeah. for me, me is too. dumb. And some people would go, Oh, that's so much fun, Dave. Oh, you should, you know, let your hair down and just go with it. Yeah, we're oh, too I serious. Know. We're too serious. Yes. Well, maybe we are, but maybe we're a bit frugal. Or maybe we're just at that time of our lives where we're, well, going, we're very oh, purposeful. Purpose. There's no purpose. That's like people. <laughs> yeah, I can't see the purpose the in it. Yeah, yeah, it's like those people who walk down the street slowly, wandering all over the pathway, and you go, well, you just walk straight. Do you have to walk so slowly? People walking with no aim at all. I'm like, oh, seriously, it's Christmas time. So they're the people that stress me out. But the other one is when you pull a a, a name out of the hat for your Chris King, Kindle. Is it Chris Kindle or Chris? Chris Kringle. Kringle. Kringle, that one, yeah. Chris Kringle. Like Chris that's Kringle. what you don't do. You do bad Santa. I do Chris Kringle, and <laughs> well, we do Chris Kringle, but I don't know how to say it. Right, so, and, but and you say give him fifty bucks, like so you do fifty bucks for a hundred dollar present or whatever it is, or maybe it's twenty five or ten, whatever it is. But you pull the name of someone that you go, oh, I wanna, <laughs> like, you know, like, that's that's not who I want to buy for. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have that? And the selfish one in me is like, I hope, you know, X person doesn't get me because I know I'll just get something useless. Or I hope yeah. X person picks me or gets me because they're really good gift givers. Um, and yeah. I know I'm not yeah. going to be re gifting, you know, or yes. donating that gift. It's such a thing, isn't it? Bad Santa, yes. bad KK. <laughs> this is opening up yeah. a candle. This is Christmas stress to the max. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
yeah. This is really itchy right now. Yeah. And and to sound really because um there'll be a a bunch of listeners that will absolutely hate what I'm about to say because they will say you Uh just be grateful for what you get. It's the thought that counts. It's it's those listeners and I love you, those listeners. I love those people, (laughs) but I'm just not that way inclined. Having to fake the having to fake. I love you, and having to fake the smile. (laughs) And of appreciation when the gift that you really don't like is staring you smack bang in the face. Like, I'm just not a faker. I can't lie. So I find it really <laughs> difficult to I feign. To feign. I am that guy. I am that Jim Carrey guy. I find it really difficult to feign gratitude when I feel like someone's just thought of me at the checkout counter at Woolies. Um <laughs> and get and, and giving me a four pack of batteries or something, um, you know, like AWS voucher. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, this is this is interesting. All right, so now I've got a couple of other yeah. things to pick up on with you. Okay, um, this is kind of going back to your COVID chat, but this PTSD conversation. So in my neck of the woods, it's the PTSD of the floods. As soon as there's a drop of rain, yeah. you hear people talking about floods. Yeah. And and it's like yeah, just right. everyone relax, um, and and I and I sense <clears throat> I sense that really heavily. I don't know if it's at the moment just because the weather's either really hot or it's raining, but it seems to be that this is the COVID PTSD that you're talking about is another added layer of the Christmas stress that a lot of people just already associate with this time of the this time of year. So do you feel like it's um it's even more of a Burden's not the right word, but it is the right. It is the word. Do you are you sensing that it's like an added burden that people are having to navigate? Because, like you said, even if you're okay with it, as in you are, mm-hmm. there there might just be one person in the family that isn't, and that yeah. in itself just causes another like conversation of admin and logistics that everyone has to have because you know one person doesn't feel comfortable. You know, like do you know what I'm saying? Are you sensing that it's yeah. just made the the Christmas time just? It used to be hard enough cooking for the different diets. Now it's like um, socialising with the different COVID consciousness or whatever you call it. You know, um, you might have different types at your family gathering now. You've got the super sorry, my phone keeps buzzing. I'm trying to turn it off. You've got the super conscious, <laughs> you know, and then yes. you've got those that are yeah. just laissez faire to the max, and then you've got people yeah. in between. And they're all now socialising together, but yeah. all with a different level of comfort. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think, um, I think we've all learned that it's important to acknowledge um, people at both ends, like the polar ends. And to, and but what's what's I suppose um, become very um, titchy, very uh, important <laughs> to make sure that we cover off. Is those with immunocompromised because um, the the risk of serious illness has become front of mind for everybody. You know what I mean. So it used to be a cold or a cough was never an issue, but now there's a greater awareness of those people with a um, impaired yes. immunity yep. or a compromised immunity. So you kind of go, well, that's a really important thing, and I think that's a really it's a nice heartfelt and, and it's a um, it's a generous thing. It's a humanitarian thing for sure. Um, but particularly for elderly members um, of families and 
And like you said, anyone anyone that's immuno, yeah, yeah, immunocompromised. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's a really important thing to you know consider for those people or those families with sick family members that you know you know I think that's fair and it's reasonable and it's humanitarian mm. and it's and it's great. Um, but I think because of the hangover, like you said, because of the extra layer people are probably still a little bit too hyper-reactive to the sniffle, hyper-reactive to the sneeze or the cough, um, you know, just because that's something, or hyper-reactive to the raindrop. Um, or, you know, for others, it, it might be, you know, another significant event you mm. know, that, that kind of triggers them. But the reason why we remain so triggered is because we continue to keep it in the fore. Mm. And like it's something that we continue to remind ourselves of, and uh, and so I'm sure that if there's counsellors out there or psychologists out there, they would have strategies for this. Uh, my strategy, I've got to tell you this: my strategy is to put the Christmas music on, <laughs> get Bing pinging, yes, yes, and bring myself into the spirit of Christmas because it lightens the mood. We watched the cheesiest, Amber and I watched the cheesiest movie the other day called Falling for Christmas. The worst one I've ever seen in my life. You bawled your you eyes what, out though. You bawled your I eyes had, out. I had a tear in my <laughs> eye, a little bit of snot, i got to tell you. It was the worst movie of all time. But I uh, I really enjoyed it because it brought me into the Christmas spirit and it's uh, it's a great thing. And, and so I think what, what you know, I'll, I'll give you this much. I'll give you this much. The Americans, the Americans for what they've done with Christmas because they've made it very commercial, very popular. Um, they invented Santa Claus, um, you know, in terms of- No, a, they didn't. Remember? For our, yeah, that's right. Yeah. For our, yeah. In, terms of, in terms of a character, uh, I mean, Santa Claus is always there. He's always been there and he still flies his But in flight, terms of the, the popular, the popularized pop- version, yes, yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So- you know they've they've made it so much so that it takes away all your troubles and your woes and your worries. Yeah, I love this. And and so this is where I come back to the cheesiness of it and the joy of Christmas because we could get caught up in the things that are humdrum, uh, uh, bar humbug. We could get caught up in all of that sort of stuff, but we can also switch and we have a choice to be happy when we wake up. We have a choice to be grumpy when we wake up. We have a choice to embrace the day or to waste the day. And so in in Christmas, with Christmas, we have an opportunity to embrace the period, put the music on, wish everybody a happy Christmas, a Merry Christmas, look forward to, you know, the new year um, and wish everybody well for the coming year, all those sorts of things. We have that opportunity to refresh ourselves. And I know when you turn the page, just because it's a new year, it's not a new beginning, but it, it's the, there's a nice, there's a nice full stop. There's a nice um, completion, something that uh, kind of signals that, you know, that, is done and and we can start to think about different things and and Christmas I think brings that. Yep, I love this. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot and I'll help you out where necessary. Demos. Yes. And and if you need a bit of help, we'll make it 100 not outs. Demos top five tips to win at Christmas, starting with number one. Wow. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> win at Christmas. All right. On Christmas Day or yep. every single day? Just at the Christmas time, oh, just this time of the year for people that are stressed, it's energetic, it's frenetic, it's whatever, just anything that comes to mind for you, Damo's top five tips to win a Christmas. All right. 
All right. Make sure the Christmas tree goes up by nice. the first of December. Oh, yeah. nice. Well, for those people that are listening on December 12, 13, or 14, is it a case of better late than never? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yep. Okay. If you're not if you're not winning, it's because you got out of the blocks too slow. So get the tree up. Yeah. Like, that's crucial. Nice. Um, make sure the lights are up. That's crucial as well. Very Christmas important. lights? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I never Christmas do Christmas lights. lights. Like the, for the for the garden. Oh, uh, you're making it. Yeah, it's just bad, bad dad alert. I never do Christmas lights. Come on. <laughs> you got to have Christmas lights. That's so important. Got to crank out the Christmas tunes. This is number three. Oh, crank yep, out yep. the Christmas tunes. Yeah. Be humming. Like first thing in the morning, you know, when you wake up and you say, uh, hey, Google, stream ABC FM. Now what you got to do is, hey, Google, play, play Bing Crosby. Yeah. yeah. That's what you got to do. Yeah. That's, that's what you got to do. That's so important. Um, and so then number four, number four has got to be um, have at your ready little gifts to give people as you see them. Oh, so, a little treasure trove. House. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Little things, little things. You've got a little present you know, cupboard at the Christoph residence? Yeah, yeah, and we've got yeah. little things that are just wrapped up just in case some kids come over or just in case the adults come over or whatever and you just you got a little bottle of something. Oh, that's so good. That, that's so good. So that's that's always really important. Um and then number 5, number 5 uh to win at Christmas would be to make sure that you plan to make eggnog on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> you and Sarah are so similar. I'm writing these down. Literally, I'm writing these down. Right. Christmas tree up December 1. Yes. Christmas yeah. lights. Gee whiz, yes. a big cross yeah. there. Christmas yeah. music. Yeah. Number four, little gifts. Number five, eggnog. Um, yeah. you That's why you're just the best dad ever. You're just such a fun guy. Um, I had to write down a couple of my own, which I, I have to share. I've shared this on previous, previous editions. But if you're new to the yeah. podcast, you know my big one is seating positions at the table because if you've got awkward oh, yes. family members, um, yeah. there is a level of great social control freakiness that can allow everyone to have a great day. Don't just assume yeah. that everyone choosing their own seats, it'll all just go with the flow and work itself out. No, no. If you need to make, if you've got awkward family or social events happening around Christmas time, be smart about this and have seating positions. Always a good one. Go for a walk after lunch. Yes. It's the best kept secret on Christmas yep. Day. Everyone else is flaked out on the couch. I promise you, particularly if you've got 27 appointments on Christmas Day and Boxing Day, getting a little bit of post-food uh, movement um, will we'll sort you out, particularly if the weather's good. Um, and Damo yep. is good at this. Um, a water in between drinks. Don't, yes. don't go hard early. Um, yep. Don't be absolutely cooked by 1 or 2 o'clock. A water in between drinks will save you and everyone else from anything, anything embarrassing that you might do. So pace yourself. Um, <laughs> yes. And, um, yeah, I'll leave it there. That is a cracker. I love your list way more than my list. That Yours is an absolute belter. If anyone is wanting to win a Christmas time, Christmas tree, Christmas lights, Christmas tunes, little gifts, eggnog, get into the spirit of Christmas like our number one ticket holder, Damien Christoph here. Damo. This has been another Busy. cracking Christmas edition of 100 Not Out. We should make a little Christmas series of our Christmas episodes because we come to a, we, we, we come them. yeah we come into our own this time of the year. This is our tenth. 
I think, yeah, but there's, you know, there's next week's episode, which is what's on the menu uh, for Damo yeah. on Christmas Day. Uh, that's a really good one. Yeah. yeah, and then, of course, yeah. we've got the trends, the trends of 2023 episode coming up yeah, after that. Wow, yeah. So it's a really good little package um, yeah. that we've got there. But thank you again for sharing your Christmas wisdom, as you always do on 100 Not Out. Good fun. Great fun, Piercy. And thanks for asking the questions. It's good. You can hear the excitement and enthusiasm in my voice. It's a fabulous time of the year. And to all of our listeners, uh, the next time you'll be hearing from us will be after Christmas. Our next episode comes out Boxing Day, Monday, December 26th. So to every one of you who loves, listens to, and shares the 100 Not Out love with your friends and family, we wish you the most beautiful time of the year, whether you are a Christmas celebrator, whether you are not, whatever you are doing on December 25 and at this time of the year. We wish you so much health and happiness and we thank you for your support of 100 Not Out. Um, Until next week, may you have a wonderful Christmas, happy holidays to you and make the rest of your life the best of your life. I love it. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.